All right, welcome to Mascara and Management, a podcast where we talk about real women, real business, and real life. I'm Aubrey Lewis, and I am your host for this fantastic new podcast that I'm super excited about. Um, And basically, this is uh, something that has been in the works for a while, and it's something that we really want to make sure that we just impact our community in every way possible. And with doing that, uh, what you guys get by watching this podcast, by listening to this podcast, is just an insight into one, us as women, and two, uh, the businesses that women in our community run and support, and then also our life. So there's so much more behind Um, every person's story. And so that's our purpose today in our very first podcast um, that we are just going to tell our stories. We're going to say how we got here, uh, what's driving us, kind of some of the struggles that we've seen along the way. And we are going to just go ahead and jump right into it. So today I am uh, accompanied by Laura Beth Barnhill, who is my team's director of operations. Um, And then also Morgan Hamill, who is our buyer specialist on the team. We also have a few other team members that I'm super excited to introduce you to uh, as we do more and more episodes. So um, I guess let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh, So who we are, and Laura Beth, I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Yeah. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, so um, my name is Laura Beth, um, and I um, joined, I've, I guess I've been a... It's been a while. It's, I mean, it's been like six Yeah, six, six months? months since I've been on this team, and I have absolutely yeah. loved um, being here. But I originally started from Columbia, originally moved up to the upstate um, back in October, mm-hmm. and it has been quite a journey. And <laughs> I'm such a far like just just the, seeing where you started to where you are now is super cool. Yeah, so I started out. Um, I guess back in college, I studied hospitality management mm-hmm. and loved doing that. Um, and then I. <laughs> Then COVID happened right when I graduated. Surprise! <laughs> and I, the hospitality industry just shut down. Mm-hmm. And so I had to figure out, okay, what do I do next? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved doing admin type things. And mm-hmm. so when I heard about real estate and getting into um, a, a team with all women, I was like, let's go for it. <laughs> this is going to be great. And you impressed the socks <laughs> off of me. Like... <laughs> The, I just, there, there's a story behind that, guys, but, like, this girl is an absolute rock star, so. I've loved it. It's great. Um, it's really incredible being part of a team that wants to go after something bigger than just themselves, and that's what I've been able to see, especially in you, Aubrey, like, just the way that you go after a dream, and you really want to be able to impact people throughout the process. It's not about, like, necessarily making the most money, but it's about um, having a life that you love to live, like, a life that you enjoy, and being able to make that um, possible. Super important. Yeah. So... 
yeah, so I got here and have loved it. I started out doing marketing here um, Mm -hmm. and then have kind of transitioned into doing some more director of operations type roles. And the journey has been definitely something to grow in and learn more about, but I've loved striving after, you know, the vision and being able to really catch, catch the heart. I think that's so important, Mm -hmm. um, in a business to be able to catch the heart of what we're going after. Well, and I think it's something that's really cool too, is that like, what's, what's going to be really cool for people as they are listening to this and just having you be a part of this is showing that, you know, where you can go and what you can do and what you can kind of grow into. And there's no set timeline or age or um, even college major right. in order to get into a different type of business. Right. So it doesn't matter your background. Like if you have a dream, like go pursue that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's going to yeah. be great. So that's a little bit about me. All right. You're up. Hi, I'm Morgan. Um, I am originally from New Jersey, um, so I have been, yes, I have been down (laughs) south here um, for almost three years, and originally I was working for a Fortune 500 company. I went to school for chemical engineering, and I was stuck in a nine-to-five desk job that was not giving me any sort of personal satisfaction with with what I was doing. I didn't feel like I was really able to connect with a lot of people or make an impact, even though I knew what I was doing was important for the company. It's It really just wasn't personally satisfying for me. Um, and originally when I decided to get into real estate, I wanted to enter this, this sector as an investor. Um, I got really interested in finding a different way to have a retirement account that was not my 401k. Um, So I started looking Mm -hmm. into rental portfolios and becoming a landlord that uh, I was able to buy properties that would cash flow every month. And, you know, I didn't have to wait until I was 55 or 65. I don't know how old the retirement age is. You have to wait until you're a certain age in order to retire. Come on now. Yeah. You have to. I'm interested in retiring a little earlier than than 55 or or whatever it is. Um, So that's what I started getting into. And I I thought um, I would go get my real estate license so that I would know a little bit more about the market. Um, And I really found that I was finding more satisfaction doing, you know, showings and being able to help consult buyers and and really help them with their dreams of of home ownership and and guide them that Mm -hmm. way. So... That's how you kind of got into this crazy thing. And I'm kind of, I'm just like so excited because guys, uh, Morgan's been with us on the team now for about two weeks and we've been talking though for a couple of months. I remember when you first came by my office and were introduced to me and the team and uh, you were just getting into it and weren't really sure where you were headed or what to do and who would have thought we would have been sitting here today. So I I think it's a ton of fun. So, um, and just to add on to that, just uh, so I've already introduced myself and a little bit just about how I got into the real estate world. Um, I have been in this career now for five years and been running the team for a little over two years and we have grown considerably. So before I got yeah. into real estate, like I have a 
I have a degree in in counseling. Uh, who would have thought that I would have used that every single day in real literally <laughs> every day? <laughs> I was having that conversation today. It was great. Um, so basically, I, I got my degree in that, and then I ended up in uh, district management with Hobby Lobby. And did that for six years, uh, traveled the state of South Carolina, met so many amazing people uh, and really realized that I was, I, I felt like I was meant for sales and at the same time wanting to be a part of somebody else's life. So I had a great friend who, um, had already been in real estate for a while and I ended up joining a very large real estate team here in the upstate and just kind of learned and got a ton of training and would have been on that team forever. I'm incredibly loyal. But what ended up happening is I, I, my business outgrew the world of the team. And yeah. so that's really fun is I want to be able to, I guess, add confidence to just people in general, even if it's, you know, I, I have a huge passion around women in business and doing amazing, huge things. But then also... Um, being able to like grow businesses in general, specifically that are women owned. Um, Just because I feel like, you know, that that's just an area that we need a little bit more encouragement in um, and just kind of getting there. And and plus I'm, I'm, you know, I've been married for 10 years. Um, I have two little girls and I know they are watching me and everyone that I bring into my life. So I think that's really important to know that when we're looking at the grand scheme of things, like when I was high school and college, like I wanted to be an artist and go and do all those things and impact the world that way. And then I just kind of grew into this different way of doing things. So that's just a little bit of my background. We can go really deep another day. Yes. Um, but where I want to kind of take us next is, so we're women in business. And I think we can have a really solid conversation around maybe some of the things, like the, the struggles or the, the places where uh, as women we could see room for improvement on. And also like, I, I want us to be able to speak into other pe- women's lives on just giving them encouragement. So what do y'all kind of think about that as far as like, do you have anything in particular in your life that you would like pinpoint and say, this is something that I would change? Well, I mean, my background is STEM, right? I come from an engineering field, which is predominant predominantly male. Um, so I know that at least for me, there's like a hurdle of being taken seriously Mm -hmm. of, of when I'm, I'm speaking about something or, you know, people are surprised that, that I have this experience or this is, this was, you know, my life. Um, so I think that encouraging women to, to go and pursue something that might be something that's per, like a male field. So whenever you say like you, you had a hurdle to kind of jump over, like you're, you're in a field that is predominantly you know, male driven. What specific, like, can you share a specific thing that maybe 
you know, because I know there's plenty of women out there in the same situation where maybe they're super passionate about something, but they, they have an extra hurdle that they have to jump over, basically. Yeah, I think that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid to really prove what you're worth or like not prove that what you're worth, but more like, um, you know, step out there and, and show what you can do because, mm-hmm. you know, women can do everything that, uh, that, I mean, <laughs> that, that a man can that's do. What the internet says these days, so um, it must be true, right? But I, I know at least personally, I, I've, I've had issues where people are, don't take me seriously mm-hmm. until I really start getting to talk to them. And then they're like, oh, wait, she does kind of know what she's <laughs> she talking what about. She's doing. Let's go yeah. ahead and listen to her. Yeah. But, but like if, if I never spoke up, they would still have that view of me where like, you right. know, she doesn't really know what she's, what she's doing or what she's talking Make about. Me so irritated. And it definitely, I mean, that's happened in just the, our world in general is there's, when I started in real estate, there were like 1800 realtors in the upstate. And now there's like, I think the last number I heard was something like between four and 5,000 realtors. And it, it's crazy, but then you, know, you get going and then you, we like, we've gotten into numbers and a, a part of business that honestly, there's not many women that are creating the world and the business that we are creating together right now. Um, I mean, I think it's something, Laura Beth, you maybe can, you know, have seen that a little bit where a lot of the businesses here in in the area, um, specifically talking about real estate, because that's where we're at. Um, you know, when you start talking about, Hey, yeah, my team's going to sell somewhere between, you know, 100 and 200 houses this year, all of a sudden people's eyes go really big and they're like, wait, what? Like shock. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wait, you know what you're talking and like talking, you know, money and all those other things. So yeah, I think taking, being taken seriously is something that we all kind of struggle with when we start to, when you see some level of success, right? Um, Cause I know at least talking to some of your people in your world, um, just as you were getting ready to join the team and so on, they all had glowing things to say about you that, you know, you really had gotten to a point that they were very sad to lose you. So I think that's really cool. Laura Beth, like you, you've been in the hospitality industry and I know you've worked a couple different jobs. Like what have you kind of experienced around this? Yeah. So I, regarding women in business, I don't know that I've seen anything like super specific towards me because, okay. So my story kind of like, I tend to gravitate towards like positions and like skill sets that are predominantly like mm-hmm. like predominantly they're, have women they're female in, focused they're, yeah like predominantly have more men in them or female in them? female Females? like yeah. yeah so like all the admin type things there is a mm-hmm. sense of financial literacy that um oh, I love that term financial <laughs> literacy you know? it's one of my favorite things that we're going to talk about later but I think for me more of like the struggle with being a woman in business is like almost stature and the respect because I'm five foot, barely one. And <laughs> Beth is a very <laughs> tiny person, but and, also Morgan Hamill is too. <laughs> and so I was, there's so much being small, like people aren't going to respect you necessarily as much. They're not 
physically looking up to you and then they don't <laughs> actually also look up to you and respect you and so it's it that's been a challenge but I think what um has been cool in my experience with that is I surrounded myself or people surrounded me thankfully with um with people that empowered me despite that and mm-hmm. so they they said, oh, you're small, but I still believe that you can do great things. You know, I yeah. still believe that you can um, you can accomplish more. And so I think that it's something that I've seen. Like, for example, I had an opportunity to lead some different service projects with yeah. a with one um team that I was part of and I was leading all of these youth these middle schoolers and we'd go to different places to serve they taller than you okay I'm sorry (laughs) I mean I've had that be the case several times I love middle schoolers for sure but they tend to be taller than me or at least you know in those middle school years they grow to be taller than me it's fine but they still respect you because, yeah, yes. they're younger. Um, so that's why I hang out with middle schoolers. No, um, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help it. I had to. It's fine. But no, when we were going to the service projects, the people who were yeah. like at the, the facilities we would work with would be like, you're leading the group. Like, they're like, who is leading? Because nobody's tall enough to lead this group. Yes. Yes, I am. It's me. (laughs) I said, it's me. So, but it was great because I had that backing, that team behind me Mm -hmm. to be like, no, you can still do this. Like, like press on through that and still Mm -hmm. accomplish, you know, still strive after those goals. And so I think that's just one of the things that's so important, whether it's stature or whether it's being a woman in business is to be able to surround yourself with Mm -hmm. people that will empower you and that's like another heart behind doing like a podcast like this is the hope is to empower women to be able to strive after those dreams and the goals that we have yeah so yeah I think that that's that's one of the issues that are the struggles that I've had Mm -hmm. but like making sure to surround yourself. I mean, they say, right, you, you're like the five people that you surround yourself with the most. Yeah. Or whatever, and right. And you've got to think through it even further than that. Like, um, and this is, was a huge aha for me and, and just like a light bulb moment, um, that basically, so you're like the, you become like the five people that you surround yourself with. Well, then you have to remember that those five people are also (laughs) surrounded by five people. And then those five people are also surrounded by five people. So you have to make sure that like those people, you have no, like you, as you get to know them, you will become even like their friends and then those friends' friends. And that's something that I've really enjoyed learning. So just in the last couple of months, that that's just something I've learned. Um, that the people that I hang out with, like the, who are they around and what is in their lives? And because they're becoming like their friends as well. Right. Exactly. So I think, um, as far as you, 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 you both have said, um, you know, we want to empower, we want to really say like, you can do this. And I think, you know, we have such this kind of stigma in society that men naturally, you know, that that's, it's kind of something that I feel like this is just biological, um, that they naturally are maybe a little bit more confident mm-hmm. or they walk into situations and like 
they could know, you know, 50% of what they're supposed to do and they still go into it going, you know what, we're just going to do it where a woman won't go into it unless she like knows how to 100%, do it. I am confident I, this is going to work. <laughs> it's going to work. And I think that's just some, that's a barrier to kind of get through yeah. that sometimes we don't always have the answers yeah. and you don't have to be perfect. Right. Yeah. Um, I know that, that there was a study once that said that men will apply for jobs, even if they don't meet all the qualifications mm-hmm. where when women were studied, if they didn't meet the qualifications, they wouldn't even apply. Yeah. So where did I hear that? I think I heard that by like Brene Brown or something like that one time. Um, love those books. Uh, Dare to lead is, is a great book by Brene Brown. Um, and it's something that she does a lot of those studies around, you know, where do women, where do men kind of get the feels for things, you know? Um, yeah. And, and so I think specifically, um, you know, as I'm looking at our, our business is growing and I have many other women that I, I hope to someday bring into, you know, this conversation that are also building businesses here within our area. Um, and even across the country, I'm, I'm involved in a couple different groups that as you build your business, I think there's something like less than 10% of the nation's population of millionaires is women. Hmm. And so the rest of it is predominantly men. And so having those conversations around kind of breaking down the barriers, I think, of you know, conversations around money, around how to build a business, how do you get into a business, how do you start something? Because that's how our how our world, how our country, I think, really runs, is it, it runs off of those entrepreneurs and the people who are able to really make make different things happen. Uh, I mean, you look at this past year with COVID, uh, how many new businesses came out came about right, because right. of COVID. And I think we're we're kind of reaping some of those benefits right now, um, even as we sit here doing this podcast. You know, um, I know that this business kind of came out of the need for, you know, a need that was seen. And, like, we've been very virtually based. And um, what's super cool is, you know, it doesn't really matter um, man, woman, whatever. My passion is behind women, of course, but businesses in general, like, right. you know, our, our friend Neil Lopez here with PodHub is making this a possibility for us. And I know that his business came from seeing that need. So like, that's where my passion lies is really wanting to help entrepreneurs, business people in general, really help them grow their business. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's driving me every single day. And I don't, I don't, I'd love to hear kind of what you guys are feeling as far as, you know, we come to work every morning, you know, we, we are in real estate, but we do keep hours. Um, kind of, I, I want to know what's, what is something that you would say if I had to maybe put thumb on it really fast or, you know, kind of talk through it. What, what is something that's driving you to, I don't know, have that impact? 
Yeah, I think that for me, it's honestly, it's kind of we hit it on it at the beginning, but having that impact on people, like being able to truly care for people and help for help people is, is what is what drives me to come into work every day, you know, and there's so you were talking about the need that that, that we have, there's so many needs out there. And there's people who have ideas about how to meet them, but then they feel like they can't actually, like, they're not empowered, they're not able to. They're not encouraged to go and do it. Right, exactly. And so I think being able to, um, being able to have, envision, like, where I can help someone is really what is driving me to keep, like, pursuing, like, whether it's starting a business like on the side as well, or continuing to meet like client needs Mm -hmm. within our team and striving after a vision, like it's able to be able to see how can I help someone? Right. And I've been able to see that in in your life so much just here in the last like month, we've made such huge strides towards helping our clients and building this team and doing all the things. Right. Because we genuinely want to care. We genuinely do care. Right. Being able to articulate that well, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's all like articulating it, I think, is probably like one of several different things. Yes. That's super hard. Um, we can there, talk about that well, later. Too, yeah, we'll podcast. have to do a podcast episode <laughs> on articulating how much you care and showing it. Right. Um, but doing stuff like that for yeah. sure. Definitely. Yeah, I, I would say I would echo Laura Beth. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I really like to connect with people and and just being able to really understand their needs mm-hmm. and being able to help them. Um, that's what really drives me. We're such people people. I <laughs> am. Yeah, I'm a people. <laughs> I'm a people it's person. <laughs> if I spend too much time alone, I get sad. Yup, me too. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But but it's true. And and I think that's something that became even more, we became even more aware of that just in... I mean, 2020, we, we all went into quarantine, not knowing, Oh yes, not knowing <laughs> what was going to happen next. And you know, is the world ending? I know that I felt that at least once. I don't know about you guys. I bought a lot of groceries. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that all the toilet paper year <laughs> I've ever been was whenever my husband goes, okay, so, um, go to Sam's and buy as much toilet paper as they will let you, <laughs> and, you know, go stock up. And I'm like, good golly, like, you're, you're not supposed to be the one that's freaking out about this. I'm not freaking out about this. And then I start freaking out about it. It was fine. So, but here we are and the world hasn't ended and COVID is still around, but learning to live with it. And mm-hmm. we're, we're doing, we've kind of pivoted and we've changed how we do business a little bit to really make sure that, um, people ca- like we can impact people. And I think that's, uh, just the overarching thing of all of this yeah is that we want to impact people we want to be a be a part of people's lives um and our vehicle for that right now is real estate um that's our business but at the same time uh, being able to i guess you know if we see somebody else that we can impact say in a different business and we can help change their lives too 
I mean, good. Yeah, we just want to add value, you know? Right. And and that's something that I hope, you know, in our seasons to come, like just, you know, the podcast episodes we do as we kind of hash through everything, you know, being able to go through and say like, hey, this is, you know, how we go ahead and do this. Yeah. How do you do it? Right. Uh, and I, I get questions all the time. How do I do it? Um, I get businesses that come and talk to me. And how do I do this? Yeah. And we want to be able to give practical like steps, practical yeah. tools for people to use. Well, and it's not just like sometimes it's not even business. It's just, hey, work-life balance. Right. You know, how do you, how do <laughs> That's you schedule to a vacation? <laughs> like, you know, how do you go away for a week whenever you know, you have work back at home and doing all of those things. So I think there's so much that we are going to uh, be bringing to the table here and talking through, um, you know, who knows, we might do a episode on, you know, our namesake here, Mascara. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we know everybody wants to hear that. So, um, (laughs) you know, anyways, so... That's it, guys. I think we've pretty much covered just who we are. I'm yeah. really excited about having, you know, Shannon other and Sharon, members. other team members <laughs> yeah. in to come and talk and uh, kind of introduce themselves a little bit where they came from and then really diving into uh, just what we're here for is to impact people and to create our mark. So doing that. So uh, with that, thanks for tuning into this week's episode where with mascara and management, we are looking into a, a deep dive on real women, real business, and real life. Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.